There's no music if you have no body to play it with, so take care of your body first. You getting into the gym and you lifting weights and working on muscles, is it's physical therapy for the benefit of your playing. The truth is nothing works like just taking care of the simple stuff. Diet, exercise and sleep. Take care of that and you'll be fine. Join us as two musicians and fitness coaches discuss strength, wellness and fitness in relation to musicians, artists and performance. And all right, looks good on your end. All good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my, my kitty's over here playing with the dog through the fence. It's adorable. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Tuned and Tone, uh, Tuned and Strong. I did that again last time. Sorry. Tuned and Strong podcast. Uh, no clue what episode this is. I am Dr. Jen Cabas, and again, we are here with Angela McHouston of Music Strong Fitness. Hello. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Today we wanted to talk about um, probably something that people don't want to hear, but they need to. So we're going to do it. Uh, social media, um, how that affects uh, both gym etiquette, uh, fitness, workouts, and um, performing artists, um, and how it's kind of gotten to be a problem. Um, so right now we've got a lot of people who are, you know, influencers and we've got a lot of people who are not face to facing for whatever reason, uh, obvious reasons. Um, and so all you see of people right now is whatever is on your phone or your computer, um, and whatever that person chooses to show you. Um, and based on that, we've got a, uh, lovely little phenomenon, which we've known about for a long time. Um, most people who've looked into social media have known about this for a long time. Um, people post what people like, you know, others like, hit the like button on hearts, whatever. Like um, culture. Yeah, like culture, if we're going to call it that. Um, <laughs> and what people like to see are horrendous failures where they can laugh at you. Giant train wrecks. Um, transformation photos where it's like, oh, look how bad this was and look how good this is now which is probably the healthiest in my opinion um and then things that are like over the top crazy awesome and that's it um we don't have a lot of vulnerability sharing um and when we do it's mixed reception uh depends on the post uh we don't have a lot of videos of or just photos of work being done and that's a big thing for performers and people who are trying to get stronger in general. Uh, have you read Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers? I have not. Okay, so let me break it down for you in the simplest form of what I remember from the book is basically the 10,000 hours rule is like you're not gonna be an expert at anything until you've hit 10,000 hours of doing anything. Okay, uh, the 10,000 hours of work is largely not sexy. Not fun, it's not interesting, it's nothing that anybody wants to see, but you got to put in the grind day in and day out. If someone was to follow yeah. me around with a camera all day, you'd be exhausted. And it's not anything you want to see. You want right. to see the end result, right? Yeah. But I've been doing what I've been doing for 10, 11 years now, okay? Mm -hmm. Grind day in, day out, week in, week out. You know, tons of, tons of successes, tons of failures. Yes. So many times it's like, you know, I just started doing this uh, musician workout 
series. I had the first one yesterday. It was awesome. It was so fun. And I was like, look, I'm going to try. I'm going to aim for 100 people because mm-hmm. I want to make a huge impact on the world. And I want to help a lot of people. 100, plus, 100 people would be several thousand dollar day. And I got bills, yo. Let's do this. So, you know, <laughs> win, 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 right? I had six and only four showed up. <laughs> Is that a failure? No, it's not. It's my first one. And I did it all organically. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. I didn't pay an ad. I didn't pay anybody. All I did was tell everybody I could think of. Yeah. And I promoted the heck out of it. Yeah. But you know what led up to that? Mm-hmm. That made people interested? The several years of people being on a newsletter and my not posting hardly at all because I hate doing newsletters. But yeah. when I would post or when I would say something or when I would put it in a newsletter, I would put out information they wanted. It was yeah. the whole quarantine situation where I was putting out all those videos, those instrument-specific workouts that were 10 minutes long, that were free. Of all the tons of posting that I've done that, that was free content because I was giving things to people and I built, built a reputation. But you know what? You know how many of those videos I was not comfortable doing? So many because I have workout clothes that don't fit. Right. I uh, had consumed way too many calories because I was stressed and I was not exercising because I was injured and then COVID hit and I did even less and then I was just focused on working so I'm eating and drinking too much. I am not exercising. I ballooned and now I have to do videos. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. but I did them anyway. Am I happy with how I look? Oh, heck no. No, I'm embarrassed. But you know what? People are not necessarily looking... I'm not looking for my validation in, oh my gosh, you look amazing. Yeah. That's not my niche. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to aesthetically please people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to change how people move. Right. I, I'm trying to change your confidence by you feeling like you can pick up something heavy or you can move well or your balance is great or you can play for hours and not hurt. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. The mm-hmm. fact that I didn't like I got a double chin because I have way too many calories and sat on the couch and ate ice cream, secondary. Okay. Does it invalidate me as a coach? That's another conversation that I had with the gym owner this week. You want to talk about real time, and he didn't mean it in the way that he said, but he kind of alluded to, oh, I saw your competition picks. You were really vulnerable. And yes, I was. But the point was more, this is something I did to see if I could do it. And I also, it just because of how I looked, didn't mean my life was together. I was in a horrible marriage. I had, I felt like I had no friends. I had no life. I was either working or desperately trying to get my husband to pay attention. Uh, it doesn't work with a sociopath. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I had nothing else around me. I had, I had no playing gigs at the time. I had just, I was like newly married, trying to figure out what was going on. And this was the one thing in my life that I could control. So I went off the deep end with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but your legs were shredded. And now, let me cut you off. I don't need to know what you think about me now. None of your business. You don't know what anybody else is going with. So when we don't post those things, mm-hmm. we only see one side of the coin. Sorry, that was a whole diatribe right there. <laughs> Monologue. That's but it was it was an important one because it's showing people show what gets the likes, but you don't know what's going on behind that. You have no idea what's going on behind that. And it removes the person from the equation. Um, and you know, anytime we've got a screen instead of a face to face, like people say terrible things on the internet. We all know it, especially if it's text, terrible things to each other. And I look at it and I go, 
you would not say this to that person's face and not because you'd get hit, which you might, but not because <laughs> you'd get hit, but because you see that it's another person in front of you and most people are not prepared to dehumanize what is clearly a human in front of you. Um, and so when we get to this like, oh, look at this great thing, oh, look at that great thing, and for performers too, um, for musicians specifically, like, okay, we're not doing a lot of gigs right now, it's very difficult to do anything right now for performers and make a living still. And you want to keep getting attention, and right now the only way to get attention is through social media, because that's what everybody's doing. So you start posting performance videos every day. Oh, look, I've got this up to this speed, and it's great, and whatever. But if you're performing every day, then you're not probably, like 99% chance, you're not putting in the work, you're not actually improving. Like this is why our practice rooms are all separate, right? You go to a practice hall, you shut the door, everyone's around you. And one of the first things I learned that stuck with me um, when I got to music school was, if you are afraid to sound bad when you're trying to learn something, you are never going to sound good. <laughs> the truth. You have to sound bad. You have to sound awful or you can't find it. But you can't post things that sound awful on social media. You can't <laughs> post. And I've, I had this experience too where, you know, okay, me carrying 290 for whatever distance with the farmer's handles, really impressive, tons of likes. Me posting 15 pounds on a cable pulley, trying to very slowly, very high reps, target a specific muscle that's a weakness of mine, three, four. Nobody knows this is it. Not that it hurts me, just that right. it's, of, like, it didn't hurt me at all. It was just very like, okay, so people are not interested in seeing the work that is the person. Nope, they not unless you get a movie made out of it. Then we want to see the story. But that's a transformation. Yep, that's true. That's, that's true. Like, that's a transformation. Like that is you true. watch a documentary about one of the big strong men and like, okay, well he came from this background and he was this scrawny, but look how big and jacked he is now and look all the weights he can move now compared to <laughs> transformation. Yep. Like, he's already won. So yeah, now we want to hear the story, but we don't want to hear about the up and comer who's just now struggling with this big weakness of it. Boring. Mm-hmm. So and you, you had a story um, that I really liked about... With Ava? Yeah, yeah, that I would like you to share, because I think this is an important one. I am happy to. So when I got to graduate school at... Uh, did I just say gra graduate school? I think I said that weird. Um, at Florida <laughs> State. I was trying to say a bunch of things at the same time, and they all came out sort of at the same time. <laughs> when I got to graduate school at Florida State, um, I was kind of in a... I've, I've been a people pleaser for a while, I like to make other people feel good about themselves and I like to do well. And those two are okay, but it, 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 it's not a good thing to only be that way. And when I got to graduate school, I was kind of that way, not, not completely, but I was leaning more towards that. And Ava Omsler, my flute professor, basically uh, she said, oh gosh, what was it she said to me now? She basically said, I don't want you to play the way you think I want you to play. I don't want you to please me. Stop trying to please me. And I went, but you're my professor. Aren't, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? And she said, no, stop it. I want you to be able to play the best that you can. 
not the best that I want you to play. Mm-hmm. You need to stop trying to please other people. You need to play your best for yourself. You need to play for yourself. And I, she, she told me, she thought, I thought I was afraid of failure. And she's like, you're afraid of success. You're afraid of finding your own voice. And you're afraid of playing just for you. Because what if I don't like it? Yeah. And I went, oh, my gosh, what is she saying to me? I was terrified. Yeah. I was like, I just want to do so well. I mean, I'm at Florida State, this great teacher. And she's like, what if I don't like it? It doesn't matter. And I went, what? But you're supposed to. <laughs> it was this whole thing. <laughs> and she's like, no, it doesn't. And by the end, when I left, mm-hmm. she's like, now you're ready to go. You're ready to perform. You play for you. Yeah. This is about sharing. It's not about judgment. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you're playing, that was the one thing she kind of instilled in all of us is that, yes, you're going to be nervous, but why are you nervous? You're afraid of judgment, okay? Yeah. You're always going to be judged. But when you're performing, mm-hmm. it's not about being judged. It's about yeah. you sharing. You are yeah. playing because you love to play. Right. And you're sharing that with other people. It's uh-huh. not about judgment. If it is, you need to get off stage. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear you being judged. They want to hear you share so they yeah. can share. Yeah. I mean, don't you don't you get on stage sometimes and you love a piece of music and you're just so into it and you're like, I want you guys to like this as much as I like it. This is yeah. why. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. And then you you ever feel that from another performer? Yes. You, you know when you sense that. And that's what she was trying to get across to me. She's like, basically, stop trying to please me. Which mm-hmm. as a as a first year grad student that I had the first time I tried to get into Florida State, I had that feeling of, oh, I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I, I belong here. And yeah. I stayed afterwards. She's like, Angela, I'd like to talk to you because she's Swiss. You know, Angela. <laughs> she's got the best. I love it. Ever. And I was like, oh, okay, she wants to talk to me. And she goes, I'm not going to let you in. And I went, what? No. <laughs> like, I really hated where I was. And I was like, I really wanted to be there. And she's like, I want you here, but you're not ready. Give it another year. And I gave it another year and I came back. She's like, now you can come in. <laughs> <laughs> Angie gave me a TA, but I had to go through some stuff and really find my own voice and know why I wanted to be there, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't about pleasing other people. I had to stay, I had to be at a, a year at a school I really hated and really figure out why. Yeah. And then be like, no, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. And it was for me, not right. anybody else. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that that's why people show up. That's why audiences show up. Yeah. Because you can tell if somebody isn't really invested in a piece. You can tell. You can tell if somebody is in a lifting competition just casually there for whatever other reason. Um, there's one one guy that I really like as a human being, and I really enjoy watching him interact with his fellow strongmen. But he goes to competitions to hang out with his friends, not to win. He's not there for himself. He's there to hang out with his friends. Which is fine. It's like no no judgment here from me. But I don't like watching him lift in competition because of that. Yeah. There's a couple that I love watching. I'm like, yes, lift it, heavy R, you know. <laughs> but he got the car. <laughs> you know, but then when he's out with his friends doing recordings and they're just hanging out, whatever, then I like watching him lift. Because I'm like, yeah. now you're here for you. Mm-hmm. Now you're here to have a good time and share that with me. Yep. Same with performing. And and I think most of us have had that experience too where, where you have to kind of go through that little dark, tormented space <laughs> figure out why do I keep showing up to play music when it's 
kind of a dying art right now. And by kind of, I mean a lot. Um, it was struggling. It's struggling a lot right now. And there's so many other clarinetists, and there's so many other flutists, and they're like, lots of competition just to get a low-end job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you better have a good reason to show up. Yeah. You better have a really good reason to show up. And if it's not for you, you're not going to survive. And or this you're going to hate yourself. This, this could be another tangent, but... This also goes with, you know, if why are you showing up as a as a as a musician? Um, also, do you feel like you're selling out if you yeah. choose to do something else along with that, or you're not just a performer? Got mm-hmm. two degrees in performance. Am I performing that much? No. However, did those set me up to do well what I do now? Oh yeah. If I didn't know what I knew as a performer, there's no way I could help musicians the way that I do. Right. You know, and that was the point. And I'm not selling out. For a while, I thought I was. I was like, but I'm not playing. I'm not in the studio. I'm not recording. I'm not fulfilling all these dreams. But no, you have to find that point where you're like, no, a music career can be multifaceted. And it's not just performing a certain way. Yeah, it has to be multifaceted right now. It does have to be. 100%. Um, I don't know very many people who can survive without it being multifaceted. And the ones I do know are more personally invested in themselves yeah. than anybody else I've met. 100%. 100%. They're showing up for themselves, but they're also showing up because they've got something to say and they've got something to share. Yeah. And it's not about judgment. Right. Not that they don't all feel like at some point right. somebody's judging them. We all feel that. Yeah. And people will do that. Like you said, it's going to happen no matter what. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, the people who judge you negatively for showing up, in my experience, when they finally open up as a person, it's because they are more terrified than the performer mm-hmm. of opening up. Yeah. Like, you're afraid of success. Yes, the people who are judging you for any success that you have are more terrified than you. Bingo. Bingo. Makes People it say the meanest things are hiding behind insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes them easier to talk to if you know what's going on with that or if you want to ignore them because they're just not ready. You know? Like, yeah. Like, especially in the strong woman community, um, there's, there's this whole separate Instagram account called You Look Like a Man. Oh, gosh. Because you get very strong looking women who are not small, <laughs> you know, they're very muscular. Um, and that's not what's currently being sold as aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> and so it's like all of the nasty uh, things that keyboard warriors will say to strong women set across the backdrop of like sunsets and other beautiful landscapes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's oh, I'm gonna send that to me. I want to follow it. <laughs> I actually had to unfollow it was where I was going with it. Um, It's meant to defuse that situation. But what I see a lot of is people, strong women specifically, who get these comments getting riled up and making a whole like series of posts about it or stories on the Instagrams or whatever. And I'm going, you know, and and I haven't yet been in this situation. So maybe I'll feel differently when I get there. And again, non-judgmental, but going, you are giving this person power yeah. They're giving this person power by posting it for everyone to see and like trying to trash them. 
you're giving them power and they're getting after you because they don't like something about themselves. You know what though? Here's another thought. Have you really even made it yet if no one's criticizing you? Correct. Yeah. When you I'm start like, bothering people, you're on the right path. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> who have I, I ticked off today? <laughs> I am eagerly awaiting my first comment of steroids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I am eagerly awaiting this because I'm like, man, if somebody thinks I'm on steroids, that means that I have done some work. Right? Because I refuse. <laughs> you know, I refuse to take anything unnatural at this point. <laughs> Yeah, they were from Central. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 but you know, and and where what what was it? I was putting something out the other day. Oh, oh, this was this this was a post I'm not going to talk about. But basically, I said something that wasn't popular. Oh, oh good, my neighbor started on his deck. Awesome. Ah. <laughs> I've been doing this for like a month, I swear. Um, so I said something that was not popular. And my mom's like, you might want to take that down. You don't know who's going to see it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of not being allowed to speak my mind just because it's not popular. I don't care if it's popular. But then you have to think as a business owner, are they going to ostracize you? Which is really sad, Yeah. honestly. If you if you disagree with someone's stance on something or their political beliefs or their whatever, and you're not going to support their business, even though they're a friend, that's very petty and very small. But I've said, you know what? No, I'm going to leave it up. And you know why? Because now I'm getting attention. Attention is not bad. I'm going to use it to my benefit because I'm about to promote all this stuff. And now people are watching my page and they're going to see that. And they're not going to see any more about that other thing. Eventually, I did take it down because people got really nasty. But, you know, I thought that was my, my whole thought process. Was like, I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to pick a scab at people, you know, like pick at something. But is, is negative attention bad attention? Not in advertising, it's not. Apparently not. <laughs> I would yeah. argue that that's another pitfall of um, social media world is any negative attention just drives more traffic. Like, yeah. So I thought, well, now they're paying attention to my page. I'm going to use this to promote all those cool things and helpful things I'm doing because now people are watching. Yeah. And uh, it's sad yeah. that it has to be like that. It's like, it's, well, now it's we're pathetic. Not, now we're not talking about. Yeah sharing things we're talking about you're mad about something that most likely you didn't understand what i meant yeah most likely um or and and we can't even talk about context of like it's that that meme that's like somebody says i prefer um bananas to oranges and the internet's response is like so basically what you're saying is that you hate oranges and also you forgot to mention mangoes and strawberries Apples and like and you know <laughs> like and like, you're a terrible person because you refuse to and like what they were saying is they like bananas you know like that, that's <laughs> that's in that that's it it's sad, but it's true like that's the internet is that it just goes and it doesn't matter what you believe by the way i want to say that it doesn't matter what you believe, somebody's going to come at you like that. Especially uh, especially in the digital world, they're just going and they're going to be nasty about it. People yeah. you thought were friends. Yeah. People you thought respected you, people you respect. But that goes back to people want to see you falling down hard so they can laugh at you or transformations or really really impressive things. That's it. That's the extent yeah. of it. 
Like, so you say something that they don't like, that's you falling down in their eyes. So bad, but true. But do we, uh, do we have an overwhelm, like overall point for this? <laughs> Aside from be careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, I think it's 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 along the lines of <laughs> you got to put in the work to make the success. Yeah. Yes, people want to see your successes, but don't be afraid to post your authentic self because yeah. people are desperate for authenticity. Not yeah. perceived authenticity, but authenticity. And if they really connect with you, mm-hmm. that's what people want. And you can't, I, I not want to say you can't. Please don't get sucked into the culture of only posting things because you pe- think people will like it. And how yeah. many likes did I get? It doesn't matter, it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. They're not real people. Right. I mean, they are, but I mean, yeah. Instagram is not reality. No. It's all, all of the platforms are basically here is what looks like the perfect version of my life. Yeah. Be careful about getting sucked into that. Be careful about when you integrate a camera into your daily life or your lifting or your practice. Be careful about I mean, even for me personally with my lifting, I'm like, it takes quite a bit of effort for me. I know I've been posting a lot lately of my personal lifting videos. It takes effort for me to go, I am going to set this camera where I can't see it, hit record, and everything that I post, I've trimmed. You know, it's not like I hit start and then I'm like, no, I've trimmed it because I'm, I have to have the mentality of, I am watching this video for myself so I can get feedback on how I'm moving when my coach isn't present. Mm. I need to see how I'm moving. If there's something I can post from that, great. If not, doesn't matter. Because if I think about I need something to post on Instagram, I'm going to lift differently. It's not going to go well. I'm going to practice differently. It's not going to go. I mean, shoot, I record myself for practicing all the time, too. and uh, It messes with me. It messes with me big time. I have practicing to like, will mess with me big time. Doesn't matter. The, it's just off to the side. All I'm doing is trying to see something oh. specific or keep like. So That's so hard. Because you feel like you're performing for the camera. Right. You need time to talk yourself with no phone, video, whatever around to just get messy. Show up for yourself. Get messy. Like, do some things that sound terrible or look terrible, because how else are you going to find out where you're supposed to be with the point you're supposed to be? And you don't have to share everything. No, you don't. Another part of this culture, we feel like we have to share everything, and it's got to be perfect. No. And filters! No. No. Hashtag no filter. Yeah. <laughs> Show up. Be you. Be you for yourself. And then when you do share, share stuff that you want to because you feel good about it. Yeah. Not because you think that, oh, if I'm not a certain level of shredded or if I'm not picking up a certain amount of weight, nobody's oh, going to watch this. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. People want to see you putting in the work longer term. The one-off posts, great. Longer term. And yeah. Let them see you, and then you become a real person. And then you're a real person for you. <laughs> It was a really long ramble, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I mean, it segues into what we were talking about a second ago when um, I had lunch with the guy, the, the owner of the gym that I, I train at the other day. You know, we were talking about um, what I post and how I get clients and how I need to increase the clientele that I have, to be perfectly honest, because I'm, um, 
long story, but it's true. Um, I've been focused a lot on online stuff. Why? Because we've been home, you know, so and I'm trying to reach a broad audience. Now, I live in Nashville. It should be easy to reach musicians. Should be. I'm five minutes from Music Row. Not as easy as you think. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. And so we had a whole con we had a whole conversation about um, what am I posting? Do I what am I am I asking other people? Hey, yeah. am I benefiting you? I mean, you like what we're doing. We've been working together for three years at this point. Right. You haven't brought anybody. You haven't referred anybody. Do you tell anybody you have a trainer? I mean, obviously you like me enough to stick around. You like what we're doing. And I mean, that was kind of a point. But it's because. He's like, we're afraid to ask people for help. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to say, hey, uh, client of mine, I've loved working with you, yeah. but I need your help. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not out in your world. I'm in the gym. I need help meeting people. Can you bring people? You know, and then, then he was, he's talking about different posts. I'm sorry about this deck or pool or whatever they're doing. It's constant. Yeah. It's but he said, you know, you posted some things recently and you were really vulnerable. And to be honest, I didn't think I was vulnerable. I just thought it was, thank you. I just thought it was like a part of my life that to me, I didn't feel it was vulnerable, but it was just something that I thought other people might relate to. Because once I got divorced from a schizophrenic, uh, bipolar, narcissistic, personality disordered man, those type of people came out of the woodwork and like, oh my gosh, you know what it's like? My dad was schizophrenic, my so-and-so. Oh my gosh, I was married to, I did, was this, what, you know? And then suddenly you have that relationship with other people. And so when I did my figure competition, all you saw was my legs were up to here. I was shredded. My arms looked amazing. You know, all those things. You didn't see I was miserable. I had no job. I had no life. I was bored. My husband didn't pay attention to me. This was the one thing in my life I felt I had control over. So that's why. But that you don't see any of that. And he made mention of that. He's like, well, how do you feel like you look now? I'm like, well, where are we going with this? Because it's none of your business. Because you don't know what I'm dealing with. I was like, well, I'll tell you how I'm feeling. I'm not happy about it. I'm sick and tired of being injured in my upper body. I'm a lower body. And it's been a year. And I haven't been able to lift. And I weigh more than I would like. Why? You know, it's not his business. Yeah. Uh, but he did bring to the point is like people resonate with that vulnerability and that authenticity. And it's not just about you sharing what was bad. It's how you came through it. Yeah. So being inspirational about it. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking more about how I can I can use my platform, not just say, hey, I'm doing these workouts. Right. Come join me. Right. But let me tell you about my life. And here are my struggles. Like I posted yeah. today. Um, I just cut my income in half by quitting teaching so I can focus mostly on this and I'm scared to death because I am not making enough income. But if I didn't quit teaching, Music Strong is not going to grow. So I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to be very scared about it and let me be real. I need the money. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with making an income from helping people. We can't offer all our services for free all the time. Musicians especially do not give your stuff away for free. Trainers either. You pay people what they're worth and yeah. pay people based on their experience, not your budget. Value yourself as a performer or a coach or anything that you're doing. Value yourself enough to ask for what you are worth. Bingo. That's a big one. Like, I definitely, when I started teaching private lessons, I undercut myself. I didn't undercut anybody else. I was going with the going rate, but I undercut myself big time. Yeah. Like, it took a long time of, like, no, I've put in the work. I'm really good at what I do. There you go. And I deeply care about all of my students and all. I, I invest in them emotionally. If something is not going well with them as a person, that hurts me emotionally. 
you know, like, yeah. that's worth something. It is. People who are not interested in what's going on with your life as long as you pick up that weight 15 times. Yeah. yeah. Or Same here. fails at a certain speed, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. So. I mean, you know how, how it, it, it means something to me where I've got these clients that have been with me three, four, five, six years. And they will text me on a weekend and be like, oh, I thought of you and I saw this. Or, yeah. oh, my gosh, my butt is so sore. Hey, how was your trip? You know, and they just, yeah. we inquire about each other's lives. It's because you care about the, that person, right? Mm -hmm. and, and any trainer who's charging 20 bucks an hour, probably not as invested in themselves and that other person because they don't value it. Yes. Granted, there's something to be said about having experience. And if you have no experience, fine. But you still shouldn't charge $20 an hour. I still see people do this. Yeah. If that Another. person has a confidence issue, you know, maybe you can get away a little bit with that lower rate just to build the confidence, but it's going to seep into most likely their training or their teaching. It's going to Yeah, seep exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, I, I know a couple of teachers who are still charging what they charged in like 1984. Um, no, you can't. Yeah. And, and they will go chasing after students. Be like, hey, can you come during your lunch? Well, I'll, I'll sacrifice this to make you, you know, to make it so you can have a lesson. It's like, no, no, no. At some point, the kid has missed it. They don't get to make up a lesson. Or, you know, yeah. if someone takes advantage of you on a gig, yeah. they don't get their money back because they, or whatever, you right. know, right. self-respect. And, and it's so tempting to do because you just want to make sure that you still have work. I know. And especially when, again, it's that you have to prove online that you're doing things and that you're busy and that things are going well. Like, yeah, but you should invest in yourself first. Everything right. else comes as a result of that. Right. But yeah. Let me let me tell you, I'm nervous about about this decision because uh, I cut my income in half. Yeah. During the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> right. But. I have faith that this is the right thing and I've been feeling it for a couple of years and I finally got to the point where I'm like, I cannot grow as a musician. I don't have any time for me. I don't have time for my music. Yeah. I don't have time to practice. Yeah. I do not have time to invest in my business. I'm not teaching children anymore. Let someone else do it. Let someone else start a career. I'll give all 40 of them to somebody else. I've got to have the time. And now I have the time and I have just been gangbusters trying to be like, okay, what can I do? And now I have all this time to create. I have time to implement. I have time to help people, yeah. which is the whole point. And before I right. didn't, but the yeah. problem is, you know, it's like, no, don't quit your day job until you have something lined up. Well, at some point you might have to do this because you have to do what feeds your soul, you know, which so, is why we invest in a source of career in the first place. <laughs> right? Hold on a sec. My kitten's about to escape. Hey, quit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a kitten about to escape. But that's all right. So that was a fun conversation. I, I hope yeah. that went somewhere. I think it did. I think it covered what we were trying to get get across. Authenticity, so. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Authenticity starts with showing up for you. <laughs> showing up for you, charging what you're worth and not being afraid to do it. Because the people who are your ideal clients or your ideal students or your ideal employers or whatever are not going to care what you charge. They yep, want yep. you and they want what you bring. Yep, yep. And that's all that matters. It's not how many likes you have. Yep. It's not about putting yourself out there in a certain way all the time. Mm -hmm. No. 
So thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna post some uh, failures coming up. I think. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me figure that out. So. Okay. Uh, Want to do some plugs and wrap up? Yes. So, I've got an exciting announcement. Is that cool if I make it? Yeah. Okay. So on the heels of all this 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 business talk, I'm excited to announce that as of yesterday. Uh, yesterday was the 19th, 20th. I think it was the 20th. Yesterday yeah, was 20th. Okay, yesterday was my pre-launch. I did a pre-launch special because I am doing a whole series of instrument-specific workouts, all an hour and a half long, which sounds crazy, but we're not like lifting the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, they're all an hour and a half. And like last night, I did it using my book, The Musician's Essential Exercises. We went through it. I still didn't finish. I ran out of time. I mean, there's just so many. Th I could talk for three hours. It's just easy. So I'm doing a special. Yesterday was the first like pre-launch special um, going forward like this Thursday is going to be oboe and then the week after that is going to be flute and then timpani and harp and all kinds of different things so like I'm getting everybody audio engineers conductors yeah you name it everybody gets their own workout and what I'm doing is registration so they're do I'm doing a special and it's going to be $49 until either a few days before or a week before depending on how far out they are in which case it goes up to full price at $79 you get the Zoom private invite link. Uh, you can be seen or not, doesn't matter. You can type in, you can mute, unmute, it's fine. Um, there you get that. And you're also gonna get a PDF of the workout. So you get it to take with you and you get the recording. So I'm really excited because I am like, oh my gosh, I had so much fun talking to people last night. I was on cloud nine when it was over. I mean, there was a guy from Australia woke up at like it was 8 a.m. his time. It was 5 p.m. my time. I mean, how cool is that? It was it was so fun. So everybody's really involved and lots, but you know, lots of great questions. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, how'd your kid, how'd your wife, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how'd your kid, how'd your wife. Anyway, tell your friends. Um, send them to my website. It's musicstrong.com. It's under live workouts. Please help me make this a thing because I really want as many live people there as possible because afterward you'll get the recording, but the recordings aren't as much fun. Don't you want to be part of it? You can answer your questions or ask your questions in real time. And it's just fun. Like doing it last night, I was like, yes, this is right. I'm supposed to help people like this. It is so fun. So, okay. That being said, little plug. Uh, you can come find me at my website, musicstrong.com, uh, on YouTube at like Music Strong Fitness or Fitness Training or something. It's on there somewhere. Um, go to the top of my website, click all the little icons. That's where I am. Instagram, Music Strong Fitness. Facebook, Music Strong. Everything is just Music Strong. I think that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah, please go register for my site. Come join me. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm done being like stupid excited. That's all right. <laughs> um, on that note. Um, tuned and toned performance is my business. Um, that's tuned with a D and toned with a D. You can find us at tunedandtonedperformance.com. Um, Instagram at tuned and toned performance. Facebook at tuned and toned performance. Um, you can find me personally at Doc Beefcake. Um, that's that's a new one. It tickles me. So I that's where that. that came from. Um, that's that's one of those vulnerability things where I'm like, yeah, I could do a formal one, but you know, I'm doing this just for me. Um, we are also offering a couple things right now that I want to just highlight a little bit. Um, if, if it's before the 26th of September, 2020, um, we are having a, uh, seminar on nutrition, um, uh, $25 to register. Yep. 
Um, it is uh, that Saturday the 26th from uh, 12.30 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, if you don't want to attend in person, uh, there will be a recording afterwards just to cover some basics um, of nutrition for performance, um, which is very different than registered, like licensed nutrition advice. So very clear here. Um, so it's nutrition for performance. Um, we are also offering um, online or in person um, or over the phone, however you want to do it, um, personalized nutrition plans um, or coaching rather. Again, it's not plans. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm going to give you guidance, coaching. Um, we've also got online and remote programming and uh, coaching where I will review your videos. Um, and I think we are going to offer a special next month on nutrition and the month after on the online coaching. So keep an eye out for that. So it'll be October and November. Um, and if you are in Tallahassee, feel free to come by, hang out. We got drop-in options and uh, personal training in person. Yeah, that's why that's have what... we not talked about this before? Like, these are the things we also offer. Hello, <laughs> I also do one on one training and online coaching. Come visit yeah. me in Nashville. Why are we not? Yeah. Of course, you know, so we're ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, we have not said that. We're, we're figuring <laughs> it out still, so it's all good. Okay. I'm glad you said that. I didn't know you did all that nutrition stuff. I Look, just learned. Yeah, Florida just um, deregulated nutrition advice so. Yeah, it used to be you All had right. to be a licensed nutritionist, which made it more complicated because a nutritionist can help you with very, very individualized, very right. personal medical things. And what yeah. we're doing is very different than that. But we couldn't even do that much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah that's, that's actually brand new. So yeah. that's why we're going to run a special. <laughs> I love it. Congrats and, and best wishes that it just blows up. Yeah. So fun. Tag me in some stuff I'll share. <laughs> Yeah, we will be continuing to post. Um, I'll get a little bit more active on the Tune to Tone website with or socials with that. But we'll get that um, out and advertised soon. So, all right, well, guys, I gotta run. I gotta get back to work and go train a person who's waiting on me. So, okay, nice Thanks to talk for to you. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time.